Welcome to Level Up, a podcast for independent artists navigating the Asian music industry. I'm your host, Giselle Cole. I'm a music journalist, the founder of Platform Asian Pop Weekly, and an all-around Mandopop nerd. Join me in taking control of your career as an artist, and I'll show you how to make the most of it. Hi guys and welcome back again to our Level Up podcast. So this week on the podcast, in order to wrap up our social media segment, we've actually brought on a very, very special artist to interview to talk about their social media mindset, how they deal with social media as an independent artist, navigating their own identity in the space of social media. So this week, we are very honoured to present Jaguar Jones, um, a Taiwanese-Australian artist who is an absolute social media maven. I guess you've already heard us talk about her on the last episode of our podcast, but if you didn't know, she's a Taiwanese-Australian artist based in Brisbane whose music is more in the alternative rock genre, whereas as a visual artist and also a photographer, she runs many side projects, and all of this coincides in the way that she runs her social media platform. So we are really excited to be able to dive deep into her social media strategy and how she makes it work as an independent artist. Before we get into our interview with Jaguar Jones, though, we're proud to introduce the very first sponsor of the Level Up podcast, Unison Eyewear. A brand created to go beyond Western designs, Unison creates handcrafted premium sunglasses to suit Asian face shapes and the low bridge nose. We're honored to work with Unison not just because of their differentiated approach to eyewear with three head widths in every style and unique focus on fit, but also because they're super passionate about mental health and donate 5% of profits to such initiatives. Be sure to find out more about Unison in our show notes and head over to their website or Instagram for 10% off your first purchase. Now, without further ado, let's head into our interview with Jaguar Jones. Well, Dina, welcome to our podcast. We're so excited to have you. <laughs> Thanks here. for having me. <laughs> this is the earliest interview I've ever done. Ah, congratulations! This is the only interview I've done in my hotel room. <laughs> oh, okay, well, now we're both honored. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's just get right into it. To us, you are like an absolute social media maven. As a self managed artist, how do you find time for like four Instagram accounts, a Facebook page, a Twitter, and also like a full on Patreon? Um, sometimes I struggle to be Mm -hmm. honest, like, and I have been struggling more as my career grows. Mm -hmm. Um, at the beginning it was fine. Like everything was under control. Now I'm finding it like, like, now I'm finding that I have to be a lot more, um, considered in Mm -hmm. my efficiency. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we, we have a busy week this week in Perth, Fremantle. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I spent all of Sunday scheduling all my social media posts, Mm -hmm across the week, across my different, uh, yeah, accounts, accounts. like art and music, because like today is a really good example. I have four announcements happening today. Mm. Um, and that's just crazy. I cannot communicate all of that today, but it's just like, I, and I'm releasing a single on Friday as well. And so it's just like, how am I meant to tour travel to Perth, speak at a workshop for two days straight, travel to Adelaide, play a show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also doing a TEDx talk yeah. soon uh, and the dress rehearsal is on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's like, how am I meant to do all that while be like present on a computer on top of social media? Exactly. It's getting really difficult, which mm-hmm. is why some of those like um, I use to Hootsuite mm-hmm. um, 
it's kind of it's expensive, but it's yeah. been worth it for me because mm-hmm. I feel a lot more um, decluttered in my mm-hmm. brain, mm-hmm. knowing that I've kind of planned it out for the week, and yeah. I feel like that's something I probably need to get better at Mm -hmm. um but at the moment i kind of consider them all my babies and Mm -hmm. i need to feed my babies every day (laughs) oh my gosh yeah yeah yes okay cool or i'm a bird and i chew it for them and then spit (laughs) Spit it back in the mouth (laughs) oh my gosh okay yeah i definitely think that hoots like i've looked into like social media scheduling as well because that's what i do like at the end of every week i mm-hmm. schedule my posts for the week and then like i set an alarm for like posting the drafts or whatever mm-hmm. but it's yeah it's getting a bit much so but hootsuite is also kind of expensive for me yeah but if it works for you then that's great i only got it at the end of last year mm-hmm. um and i decided to do it because uh it's it's kind of that um that time i save is worth it yeah. for me yeah. um, and I'm getting to a place where you know each of my accounts are getting more sustainable and mm-hmm. so like I should be um, investing into programs like that that free up my time exactly better yeah and I can use my time more mm-hmm. efficiently yeah and that's important yeah definitely I I was actually looking at your accounts and one of the things that I find really impressive is that for example, for your Instagram, even though you have like four accounts, it's not like, oh, there's one account with like the most followers and then the rest kind of like a hundred followers <laughs> each, you know, which is to me, it kind of shows that your entire brand, like you have like, you've built this entire world that people are so engaged in. Maybe they might follow you across all of your platforms. They're not just going to follow you on one Instagram account and then the rest are just like solely, even though you say they're for your side projects, Mm. but I think everyone else is really invested into that as well. So did you ever notice that trend or anything? And what would you say the reason behind it would be? Um, I definitely made a conscious decision to separate them in Mm -hmm. the beginning because I do feel like I'm building four different cities. Mm in within the same world yeah kind of thing and now they kind of like exist with their own identities and Mm -hmm. they can like cross over with each other Mm -hmm. collaborate with each other Mm -hmm. um i guess i've just slowly been building uh each of those cities uh at the same time one of them my photography is something that i like is on the lowest priority and Mm -hmm. you will see that like the followers Mm -hmm. for that is a lot lower but that's also faced with a lot of different issues which Mm -hmm. is censorship um Mm -hmm. censorship of like the body and um yeah just a bunch of whole different things like people get offended Mm -hmm. with the photography so it's not something that I push too Mm -hmm. hard Mm -hmm. um but yeah with my music my art and my personal life um yeah I guess I'm super passionate about my music and my art Mm -hmm. and then I exist as a person I'm not passionate as I'm not passionate about me as a person um and so um they've kind of had equal energy or they ebb and flow and so Mm -hmm. it might be like sometimes I'm in a more art mood Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm in a more music mood Mm um but yeah I think it was really important in the beginning to separate them because I can't just assume that everyone who is a fan of my music is a fan of my art vice versa Mm -hmm. um but i feel like now that they're separate cities people are willing to jump yeah across them and discover more and discover yeah discover more because i've like slowly been establishing a city in the beginning Mm -hmm. it'll just kind of be like oh there's no infrastructure here (laughs) (laughs) there's no like public transport like (laughs) 
you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But now it's kind of like, wow, check out this city. Like, yeah. and then check out this city. And uh-huh. like, yeah. Like, so I feel like um, people have a lot more respect um, mm-hmm. and are curious mm-hmm. to see what each of them mean and what mm-hmm. they stand for and learn about the different things. Um, but yeah, I still, I still can't assume that everyone who's a fan of my mm-hmm. music would be a fan of my art and etc. Okay. Yeah. That's really interesting because I mean, I'm not an artist, but I used to manage like a lot of people's social media accounts and that actually like really drained me. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting that you're looking at it from this perspective where you feel like they're all different parts of you and they need to be separated just mm. because you can't assume that. But I guess it's, would it, would you say that it's easier for you not to be burnt out because you consciously made that decision to separate them? Well, I think, I think also you got to consider the fact that like social media and marketing, mm-hmm. I'm going so dry here, but <laughs> is communication, right? Yeah. And if I was to clog up a feed of my music, um, my art, uh, everything that's kind of what my personal page is anyway yeah. like a summary of yeah. but and my personal life but like if you were to do that people will just enter there and go like I'm fucking confused <laughs> well I don't know if there's meant to be no swearing but it's like <laughs> I'm confused yeah. um and it's like what is going on here mm-hmm. then they don't understand mm-hmm. and they leave you know because people mm-hmm. have short impressions yeah um and people want to understand quite quickly mm-hmm. um yeah what's going on what's going on and whether or not they're invested or willing Mm -hmm. to investigate further or not. Mm -hmm. And if it's just this like clusterfuck of (laughs) like mixed communication, um, it doesn't get the message across. Yeah. I think that's probably more important for you as an artist than other artists because you just do so many different things and to you, like you're really passionate about all of them. Yeah. I I would say that like, if, you know, if you're running an Instagram page and you are a fitness trainer, Mm -hmm. but you've decided to break out and do a bit of like nutrition stuff, Mm -hmm. I would then say, well, don't split it. It's it's one and the same and they work in tandem together. Mm -hmm. Um, It's within the same world. Uh, There's no point in trying to build out two separate like accounds when it's really when it's really really the same demographic and very relatable to each Mm -hmm. other Mm -hmm. and people can kind of choose to touch and go within that account on what they're interested in hearing Mm -hmm. but i feel like for mine it's like full different division Mm -hmm. yeah and is that because do you come from like a visual art background or how did you get into like Mm. the arts no i fully like i i actually loved doing art Mm -hmm. in high school i really Mm -hmm. loved it but um growing it up in uh like that traditional conservative, like Asian family. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't allowed to be creative at all. It was extremely repressed. Um, yeah, it was not something that I was allowed to explore, Mm -hmm. uh, or dabble in. And so, uh, I always thought I was just like a maths and science person. Me too. I actually did my first degree in human biology. Wow. So I did engineering and then business. Oh, well, you graduated. I got like one year through. I was like, no, I can't do that. That's good though. You don't need to. Yeah. No, you know, you knew that it wasn't for you. That's good. Yeah. So I don't really have a background, Uh but I did dabble in art secretly. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess there was always that kind of like creativity there. Mm -hmm. I would say it was when I was like an adult, um, uh, like turned 18, where a lot of the stuff um, that I've just been repressing couldn't Mm -hmm. be repressed anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I didn't know how to communicate that. And so it came out through creative outlets. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah, so I don't know where music and art came from at <laughs> all because I wasn't raised up on it. Uh-huh. Um, but it made sense to yeah. me. And I would feel that, like, in the beginning, it's not like I just, like, was like, oh, here we are. And I'm just yeah. like, I know who I am as a musician and yeah. an artist. No, it was shit. It was like <laughs> scrambled eggs. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. scrambled eggs that wasn't even scrambled nicely. It was like <laughs> overcooked and rubbery yeah. uh, on a page. And it's like, yeah, I feel better. Mm-hmm. And that was all that was important to me at the time yeah. was like, let's do that again. Mm-hmm. And I think throughout the years, I kind of like boot camped myself mm-hmm. where it was like, maybe I didn't grow up doing art and music, mm-hmm. but I just like became obsessed with it and mm-hmm. found my own like mm-hmm. version of the kind of musician and artist I want to be and just mm-hmm. kind of like kept honing yeah. it. And I think it's, I think the really obvious one is Spectator Jones, mm-hmm. my visual art. If you scroll right to the bottom to the first one, And then to the last one, Mm -hmm. you will be able to see that there's been a technical growth, Mm -hmm. but also an emotional growth Mm -hmm. where like, and so it's kind of worked hand in hand together. And I've been able to find um, who I am more as an artist, um, both in visual art and music. But it wasn't like I, you know, came out into the world and was like fully formed. (laughs) No way. No way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And did you say before I was like eight? eight-year journey with Jaguar Jones so far? No, Jaguar Jones is two years. Two years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's actually quite amazing. 2018 August was the first single of Jaguar Jones. But had you been working on the Jaguar Jones concept from before that? Oh, yeah, the concept I've been working on for, like, I think two to three years prior. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I was, like, a musician Mm -hmm. just under my own name. Yeah. Just playing like shitload of gigs and just like learning how to I didn't even know what a microphone stand was (laughs) like I was so scared about how to like move a microphone and like guitar plug Mm -hmm. I had to learn all of that so I was just like learning things making mistakes as Dina Mm -hmm. um and then disappeared and went into this like Mm -hmm. time for my research lab with (laughs) Jaguar Jones what am I gonna do who am I gonna be as an artist yeah but I think that research phase is also really important and also going back to the topic of social media I think you've really kind of made your social media kind of like where all the findings from your research lab go and that's kind of really interesting to me like for example with um like when we went into detail about your music Instagram we were seeing how like you were doing some color blocking Mm -hmm. like of like lots of reds and yellows and oranges in like your photo shoots and even in your like day-to-day outfits there would always be like a flash of like like, i saw your socks i see your socks i saw a mask in that bag i was like okay it's just everywhere just everywhere I'm that, so embarrassed is that also like, yeah that's my discussion yeah, it's, it's amazing though uh, like it just like and I wanted to ask is that intentional <laughs> it or? wasn't intentional in the beginning <laughs> um I think for me uh not so much the color mm-hmm. for me it's um uh, people kind of like assume mm-hmm. that I am loud as in in yeah. visual aesthetic yeah And I am loud, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's loud paired with minimalism. Mm -hmm. That's really hard to explain because it's like, how do you be loud and minimal? Mm -hmm. But I think that's where color blocking comes Mm in. You look at all my music video and it's like, oh yeah, it's super colorful, Mm -hmm. but it's not actually. It's Mm -hmm. one... Like a few colors, but just loud colors. Yeah, yeah. I just, I normally just work with like two colors. Yeah. Um, 
and then stick with it. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't fill the music video with hectic um, elements. Mm -hmm. It's always this like vast area of color. That's yeah. it, of one color. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah and so I, I feel like it's always that. like... So people sometimes like always send me like Instagram ads and was like, these shoes are so you. And, and it'll like, be like, yeah, it'll be like zebra, <laughs> like platform boots with like gold chain wrapped mm-hmm. around the entire thing uh-huh. and then like crystal and diamantes and I'm like, bleh. <laughs> like that's not me at all yeah i'm loud and minimal yeah i, I, I get that now because like i went through a leopard print phase <laughs> and then i was like when i look back i'm like okay i did not pull that off and then i look at what you're doing i'm like okay because she's like she's smart about it she doesn't make everything leopard print <laughs> yeah you know it's just like one little thing every single time yeah so yeah that makes sense okay, yeah cool. yeah it's like pairing it with space, mm-hmm. pairing loudness with space so it can breathe mm-hmm. and you're not suffocating people. Did and you that, just figure that out yourself? Yeah, just that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. What a genius. <laughs> Dina Jones, everyone. But yeah, I think like, you know, uh, I am the art director mm-hmm. always for everything Jaguar Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even when I get stuff come through and people are like, we know what Jaguar Jones is. And then mm-hmm. they send through a mood board or like, you know, the design. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> strip it right back. Yeah. I'm like, how do you strip it right back mm-hmm. while being so brazen with your colors? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, just pick two colors or like, mm-hmm. um, all of that needs to be like empty space. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just one moment for the text kind of thing all those kind of things yeah yeah and since you're so like uh, i guess you know exactly like what you want to be and how you want to express yourself for example because you mentioned that you as a self-managed artist like you're doing really well but you're also kind of struggling a little bit Mm. and handling everything Mm. so if for example if someone was were to come on and be like i want to help you manage your social medias Mm. what would your take on that be Um, I would say that, um, I would have to figure it out, but for me, I still, so because for me, music and art Mm -hmm. is about connection. Um, and that's being my most genuine, authentic self connecting with other genuine, authentic selves Mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I put that in place with a social media person, Mm -hmm. that's severed automatically. So for me, it would be like, I will write the message. Mm -hmm. And I will still art direct all the content, mm-hmm. but you go and schedule it. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Like, exactly. Th- yeah. So like stuff like that would mm-hmm. be how I would consider it. So it's like, it's not some other person pretending to be me to talk to mm-hmm. people. I never want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want it to always be me. Mm-hmm. And if it's, if it's not from me, it's obvious that it's not from me. Cause it's just like quotation marks. Here's a review or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> but for me, like I, I don't, um, actually, love music and I don't actually love art I love storytelling Mm -hmm. and I love expressing Mm -hmm. and you take those elements away and like you know connection and being able to share these intimate moments with people Mm -hmm. I yeah maybe sometimes I'll want to pick up the guitar and sing or maybe sometimes I'll want to draw a soulless drawing Mm -hmm. but otherwise no not really Mm -hmm. I'd find other ways to do it um in a different way that's so hard to explain but like yeah Yeah, for me for me it's it's like that's why I'm not technically an amazing artist Mm -hmm. um you get me into a studio or whatever and ask me what my song 
uh, scale or mm-hmm. chords. See, I already stumbled because I'm just like, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I was just like, uh, they're like, yeah, I don't know my yeah. chords to my songs. I don't know what scale it's in. Mm-hmm. I don't know what tempo or time <laughs> signature it's in. Yeah. None of that. It's like, yeah. I, I'm not obsessed with mm-hmm. the like music um, technicalities mm-hmm. and same with art. I'm not obsessed with the technicalities of art either i just love being able to express better mm-hmm. and to connect with people better mm-hmm. and build these worlds yeah that's what's fun for me that's really inspiring though especially because i i think there's so many ways to become like a master at what you do and like maybe for some musicians they're like or like artists they're like okay i really want to be like a master at the guitar or mm. whatever but you're like more of like i want to be a master of storytelling which goes above that but you use you are really adept at using music or like art as your medium to like fully express yourself mm, and especially you. <laughs> on social media i think oh, that is you. really really important because like i mean everyone knows that social media has like a good side and has mm. a bad side like there's so many things about it which actually like could impact your mental health mm. if you don't use it in the mm. right way but i feel like your the space that you've created actually empowers yourself as an artist because you have taken the formats that the platform have given you and you've like kind of woven them into your own story and like gone above what I guess what how they expected you to use the medium (laughs) which is like kind of like really empowering and really exciting so like what would you say social media means to you or like Mm. how does it what's your relationship with it um yeah so like when you introduced me at the start and was like oh you're such an amazing social media maven Mm. there's that insecurity there as well which is like actually I don't have crazy numbers yeah um and I like just being honest in the Mm -hmm. podcast too it's just Mm -hmm. like you don't need to have crazy numbers either because I have an amazing community that Mm -hmm. I've built around it like yeah maybe I don't have you know a million followers Mm -hmm. um but I have engaged followers yeah. and people that believe in what I do and I don't mm-hmm. need to be anything else but who I am. Mm-hmm. And that's important to me. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I will say you do struggle mm-hmm. with insecurity. Mm-hmm. Um, I like recognized that I was falling into this like insecure toxic cycle because I was being faced with a lot of images that were photoshopped or face tuned or Mm -hmm. altered and I was starting to plant in my head um like this comparison or like Mm -hmm. this insecurity and I was just like that's toxic social Mm -hmm. media for me and I've started just like muting or unfollowing any content that like makes me feel affected that way Mm -hmm. or sit make sure that I sit within my gut and go like why do I feel this way Mm -hmm. is it logical and rational yeah I just wanted to be honest with that because it's not like I'm just like, yeah, make social media your own place. It's like, no, it's actually extremely toxic and you've got to have your own boundaries with it. Mm -hmm. And I do too. Even when I do am building like my, Mm -hmm. you know, cute little safe sanctuaries, like Mm -hmm. I still have to limit how much time I spend on it Mm -hmm. or like I've I've realized that I'm stepping away from it a lot more and just touching and going, um, when I want to, Mm -hmm. I heard someone reach out to me saying like, um, Oh, did you hear? I have this news. And I'm just like, no, sorry, I haven't seen. And they're like, but I've been posting about it on social media for Mm -hmm. months. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I actually do not spend that much time on social media. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, that's bullshit. You're social (laughs) media queen. And I was like, yeah, 
As yeah. in, I go in and do what I need to do, and then and I get out. and then I get the fuck out. Like I'm not sitting there scrolling through and being like, mm, yeah. "What is everyone doing every yeah. single day for months?" Like it's yeah. like no way. Mm-hmm. And they really took offense to that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "They're like, but we, you know, like, you know, you're giving out so much. Then why aren't you like, you know, you I know, yeah?" And I was like, "Because I need boundaries. Yeah, um, I don't have that time. Mm-hmm. I have my own priorities, and also you're not entitled to my space and time mm-hmm. either. If like, you know, this is why we have conversations as friends, and then I can catch up on things. Like, mm-hmm. it's like I cannot be consumed by social media. Otherwise, I'll never get anything done. Yeah, um, and I'll not. I'll, I won't have my well being yeah. together as mm-hmm. well." Um, and that's the same for messages. I love connecting with people, but I've also had to learn with social media, like boundaries are super important. Mm-hmm. You've got to take a limit on how much access people mm-hmm. have to you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that I'm constantly adjusting and mm-hmm. learning and mm-hmm. practicing, um, as my career changes, as my lifestyle changes or my priorities or my emotions or like what's going on in my own life at this current moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this week, am I on social media? Fuck no. <laughs> but like um, Sunday, I was on there all day, <laughs> like making it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's like, that's the thing that people who don't, I guess they don't use social media as part of their business. Mm. They might not understand. Yeah. Because like for me as well, like people think that I'm on there all the time. Yeah. But actually I deleted Facebook off my phone and I'm very proud of mm. myself. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. You just go in, you get it done and then you get out. Yeah. And actually like scrolling through the feed, it actually doesn't, it doesn't make me feel good. And then when yeah. I, I, when I start scrolling, sometimes I feel like I get locked into that cycle. Yes. And I'm like, I feel worse and worse and I just don't want to get up and do anything. Yeah. And it's just being conscious of that, what social media is doing to you. That's what makes you a social media expert. It's not, <laughs> to me, like, it's not like knowing every single, like, new update that goes on with the platform. And especially for artists, I think it's really important to educate yourself on, like, what is a healthy social media mindset, which is something we talked about in, like, the previous episode of the podcast. But also, like, knowing your boundaries because you need to use social media and attention in the Mm. way that it will fuel your creativity or like harness your creativity but you can't let it like reduce your creativity or stifle it totally and that's something that social media can definitely do yeah yeah Yeah, definitely it's so time consuming Mm -hmm. as a content creator Mm -hmm. and also as a content consumer Mm -hmm. um and you know i wake up in the morning and maybe i'll put it on and scroll through and then sometimes i'm just like it's been an hour (laughs) and you don't even realize yeah yeah Yeah. um and so i try to be conscious of that way more Mm because uh it's it's like i don't know it's like a disease and it can slowly eat you yeah um and so yeah but also at the same time it can be like the thing that breaks your career Mm -hmm. as well so Mm -hmm. yeah i think i think go into it as you know whether you're a creator or consumer but like go into it thinking what is my goal here Mm -hmm. or like what do i want out of this Mm -hmm. and just to always be conscious of that so Mm -hmm. that you're managing your time um and effort that you're spending with it Mm -hmm. um and how you're using it yeah yeah exactly i think um definitely i feel like you've because you've been doing like a lot of brand collaborations at the Mm -hmm. moment and they've actually been really interesting ones as you were saying yesterday like these people don't necessarily just look at your numbers and like they're like oh i want an influencer to share this or just do like a very hands-off collaboration they're actually like 
they really love your visuals or they love your creativity and they want to they want that to be part of your their brand so do you think that these brands decisions were influenced at all by like your social media presence not not the numbers but just in general like what how you've been curating your profiles and things like that totally definitely 100 percent, 200 um i mean these brand partnerships are awesome but again like yeah what is the goal? Mm-hmm. Um, and that is definitely to um, cross promote and mm-hmm. to be able to like align mm-hmm. so that their own branding is not affected. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why people don't want to work with someone who had just, you know, been pumping out or well, I'm not so much an influencer, but like mm-hmm. pumping out like sneakers mm-hmm. left, right and center or like skincare products left, right and center. The message gets diluted eventually mm-hmm. where it's just like, well, you were just selling me body shop yesterday yeah. and now you're selling me oh, obviously don't know skincare products, but yeah. you know, yeah. like something um, else, something else. <laughs> Nivea, <Yeah. laughs> terrible, you know, and then yeah. you see that sometimes mm-hmm. uh, and some brands are fine with it because mm-hmm. they've got that large mass yeah, they just want to reach out to everyone and like yeah. whatever reach they can get they'll yeah it. but yeah. i really believe like the brands that um i've been working with uh care about artistry mm-hmm. care about storytelling mm-hmm. protect and build their branding themselves um and are a lot more strategic about it and that's because mm-hmm. they have a different marketing strategy yeah you know maybe someone like nivea is marketing to the mass mm-hmm. masses mm-hmm. and so they can have a, like a lot more yeah. touch and go yeah. kind of like um yeah plan in place yeah. but maybe someone like christian louboutin definitely someone like christian louboutin yeah. he is all about storytelling mm-hmm. and artistry and um yeah building like works of art rather yeah. than just fashion and engaging with like a very niche community who are like willing to like really engage yeah yeah mm-hmm. um yeah, that was a dream collaboration for mm-hmm. me. Like, mm-hmm. extremely. He's He's been my favorite since I was, like, a child. So, um, yeah, I literally had this, like, high school book. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's like 101 Dreams. Uh-huh. And the first page is <laughs> Christian cute. Louboutin. Oh, my And goodness. it's literally, like, I want to own, like, all these pairs of shoes with <laughs> Christian Louboutin. Like, it's just like buying bread from the shops. Like, <laughs> it was something, like, very lame and cheesy like yeah. that. Yeah. And then the second page is... I want to fall in love. <laughs> so I'm just like, wait, Christian Random. Louboutin? Well, it was just like Christian Louboutin is at number one yeah. spot. Over, and I then fall, fall in, in love. love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh and then God. the third was like kiss in the rain. Like, <laughs> and I'm just movies. like, yeah, yeah. Teen and I'm, I'm fully just like, how the hell did Christian Louboutin Make park number over. one spot? It's like, yeah, well, I guess it's like if I have those shoes, then I will fall in love because <laughs> it'll just be to the shoes. <laughs> I think that makes sense. That yeah, makes I think that makes sense, sense too. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think definitely. Um, so, like, going back to like something we were discussing yesterday at Soundstage, like, um, someone was asking a question about how you kind of monetize yourself, especially when, like, in Australia, there are no lives at the moment. And mm. when you were talking about these brand collaborations, that was actually like a spark in my mind because I didn't actually think about that like Mm. I was thinking more about digital distribution like Mm. obviously like you Mm. have music and like streaming is like in a mature market you can make more money from it Mm. but then when you talked about brand collaborations and like social media I was like actually that actually works even better for yeah for for some artists yeah for some artists um it's still the same line of thought that you have it's Mm -hmm. digital distribution still it's just in a different way and that's through their communities and mm-hmm. their networks and connections. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just the one set 
like pattern that we might be used to. Mm-hmm. It's more just like branching out. And this and the same thing for them as well. They can't do, I don't know, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, activations. Yeah. Like, you know, in the shops or mm-hmm. whatever. Like shops will close down too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, how do they get their digital distributions? Yeah. Like, you know, more open and yeah. broad and reaching new audiences. Mm-hmm. Well, let's collaborate with someone that has a similar demographic but might not be ones that we've tapped into yet Mm -hmm. so that's a very like business overview Mm -hmm. of like why it's beneficial but also for me it's just like um it allows me to create and Mm -hmm. be an artist and Mm -hmm. um use like something that they've done so well and bring it into my world and um level it up in another different way so it's it's cool it's super fun for me really creative for me it's really a creative process and Mm -hmm. i love it yeah Mm -hmm. great okay i have one last question what oh wait i have two sorry (laughs) like um what would you say like if you had to give advice to like artists about mm. social media, it can be anything. What do you think would be the most important thing? Mm. It can be broad. Um, I would say to manage your mental health and your relationship with social media. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I would say that like, I know sometimes it's hard to unfollow people cause it might be like a network and stuff, mm-hmm. but there is an amazing function called mute. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, sometimes just do that for yourself. Mm -hmm. If you're in like a low state or Mm -hmm. a very like vulnerable state, Mm -hmm. tune out the content that doesn't serve you. Yeah. yeah. And also you don't have to always uh, be on social media Mm -hmm. either. Be in tune with how you're feeling. Uh, And if you need a break, take a break. Mm -hmm. Um, The world doesn't like run off ahead and leave you behind. I feel like we have that mentality. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it doesn't happen like that. You can touch and go with mm-hmm. social media as you please. Mm-hmm. No one will notice. <laughs> <laughs> they actually won't. That's yeah, yeah that, that is the sad but part. But it, yeah. it is good, um, a good feedback for, like, independent artists, definitely. And then last question. So you are releasing your new single. I thought you could mm. just, like, <laughs> nice. like, it a little bit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Congratulations on Thank Called you. In. It will probably be out by the time this okay. podcast is out. Cool. Yeah. Um, so do you want to tell us a yeah. little bit about it? <laughs> Uh, Curled In is part of my uh, second EP release that's going to be happening in April this year. Um, Curled In was actually all the songs on that EP was recorded while I was under hospital care with COVID-19 mm-hmm. last year. Um, so they're really special for me because uh, it was really difficult to make mm-hmm. that happen mm-hmm. uh, while under hospital care. And I was never in the same room with the band mm-hmm. and we used technology and the internet to make it happen. Uh, and we did it. Mm-hmm. And I'm so proud of us for doing it. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I had all my recording equipment on me mm-hmm. when I flew back from the States yeah. um, and caught COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, yeah, I was able to do it in my own time slowly. And I was really, really insecure when I was recording all the vocals. Mm-hmm. And I just thought at the time, just give your best effort, but there's no pressure. Mm-hmm. Maybe when you get better, you can re-record these again. Yeah. And I ended up just leaving it mm-hmm. because um, for me, it captured that moment of mm-hmm. time um, and it clicked with the songs that I was mm-hmm. writing and it captures the emotions. And again, it goes yeah. back to me being not, yeah, storytelling mm-hmm. and like it not being a technical artist. Mm-hmm. Do I care about perfect pitch or do I care about um, conviction? Mm-hmm. And I care about conviction. Mm-hmm. So I ended up leaving it and I listened back to it and I was like, 
why, why was I insecure? It's not that bad. <laughs> not that yeah. Bad. That's a great mentality for Adam. Yeah. It's not that bad. I'm just going to put it <laughs> No, but like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I haven't listened to Curled In in ages. Uh-huh. And then I was editing the music video and I was like, oh, this song is fun. <laughs> I forgot about it. Like, I was so insecure about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm really proud of it. It's this whole EP and all the music videos has been a lot of hard work and obstacles. Mm-hmm. I wanted to really like give up. I wanted to quit. It tested me, mm-hmm. um, but I pulled through to the other end and with the help of some amazing people who believe in me and support me as well. And I'm just so glad that I did it because this next body of work um, I feel is another step up in my artistry and I just hope I can keep doing that. So yeah, I'm sure you will. Yeah. <laughs> thank anyway, you. Thank you for your time and thank you for being part of our podcast. No worries. The Level Up podcast is brought to you jointly by Blossoming Bridge Creative and Asian Pop Weekly. Be sure to follow on our socials at Asian Pop Weekly and also check out our website if you're looking for more Mandarin or Asian music content. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast, be sure to like, subscribe and follow and we'll see you on the next one.